0: Hey everyone, so I just wanted to come back on here, you know, get back in the swing of things. So here's the thing, last time I left you guys, we were talking about what we were talking about this time, which would be race and sexuality. So in light of the fact of recently uh, Gina Rodriguez and just a couple other little dumb incidents that happened. So Gina Rodriguez, you guys know her as Jane the Virgin, some of you do. Um, she's an actress, and I use that term lightly, because she really isn't that phenomenal. But that's, you know, hearsay. Um, so Jane the Virgin, <laughs> Gina Rodriguez, she was singing along to a song by... Oh my gosh, my brain. She was singing along to a song by Lauryn Hill called, um, you know, nigga, well, not niggas giving me heebie-jeebies. But she was singing along to a song by Lauryn Hill, and in the line song is said, niggas give me the heebie-jeebies, and Gina decided to post that spe- specific snippets of her singing that part of the song to her social media. Twitter decided to crucify her and jump on the bandwagon of killing her, you know, socially in the social media world and canceling her. And I say canceling with, you know, quotation marks or whatever you call those things, because you know how Twitter works. One minute someone's canceled and then Months later, they resurfacing, they get their followers back on the Instagram page. It's like a few days or a week long outrage, and then it blows over to the next media cycle of whoever it next is being canceled. And since the inception of Twitter and since recent years, um, people have been getting canceled left and right, um, left, right, and center, and that's just not the case. So, in Gina Rodriguez's case, she did that thing, um, Niggas give me the heebie jeebies. It was very distasteful, very Boring, very predictable, very laissez-faire, very tacky, very... uh, All the words you can think of that would mean simple. It's very sad, honestly, because it's like, how much longer... And and she knew the reaction she was going to get. That's, That's the sad part. She knew what she was doing. She deliberately did it. Like, come on. Like, there's no way she was singing along to the whole song. And then was like, ooh, this one part, I'm going to just sing along to it on my live. And and nothing's going to happen. Like, like, she knew it was going to happen. She had a purpose and a reason for doing this. She wanted the outrage. She wanted the exposure. She wanted the clout. Do anything for clout, right? Exactly. So she was like, oh, yeah, this is going to go well over on Twitter, you know. So basically she did this. She hadn't. She knowingly consciously did this. And it wouldn't be so bad if it just wasn't the fact that black people have always been the butt of the joke. We're always the ones who have to jump over the rope. We're always the ones who have to be the bigger person. We're always the ones who are having to suffer at the hands of idiocy. And racism and just all around dumb oppression and it's just ridiculous to me it's just so annoying and so tiring and i just really wish for all of the things that you know through this whole POC solidarity thing that twitter likes to have spread around it's bullshit it, it's just it's just true it's not it's not real not, not, not at least not in real life it's it's just not now not saying that you cannot be friends with other people of other races because that's just ignorant but each community does look out for itself. That's just the facts. Now you will have friends who will look out for you and that's more of a friend by friend basis. But if they're a stranger, it's, it, on a larger scale, most people are looking out for themselves and people who are in that same group with them. They're not going to be looking out for the next person like that. And it's, it's the way the society works. If it wasn't, then you know, we would have free healthcare we would be like Canada, we would have healthcare, we would have, you know, fair laws, the world would be a utopia, that's just not the world we live in, and you can say, you know, what you want, but it's, it's just the reality. Um, sadly, sadly, Gina knew what she was doing, and sadly, it worked. She more than likely, and I'm not too sure about this, but she more than likely has a project coming out in the next couple months, she has something brewing, something is in her camp. That they're trying to push forward. And she needed this publicity. She needed someone. She needed people with traction on her page. She needed um, the publicity. Now, a lot of you guys probably know this, but there is a saying, you know, good press. Any press is good press. Good press, bad press. All of it. Whatever. Press, 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 press. Um, It's all good press. At least to celebrities. And now, I didn't care much for Janina before. Now, I'm not going to lie. I did watch the Virgin. Not the full thing. I watched maybe seasons one, two, one to two and a half, maybe three. Um, when right when Jane had her kid or whatever, but after that I fell off the series because again, she said something. This is a few years ago, when her and Yara Shahidi were um, Yara Shahidi, girl from Blackish, the one who is now on Grownish, who's in the college series of the spinoff that is from Blackish. Um, Yara Shahidi, um, mixed race, she has a black mother and a Muslim or Islamic not too sure about her father but he is not black he is of um, Arabic descent and her and Gina Rodriguez Yara Shahidi and Gina Rodriguez were on an interview and in that interview Gina was talking about you know um, feminism and talking about you know the I, I believe she was talking about the dollar that you know women get paid to every 79 cents that men get paid or the dollar that men get paid to the every 79 cents that women get paid, blah, blah, blah. Um, and in that same interview, the interviewer was asked, was you know congratulating Yara on being such a role model. And he, I think, said, you know, you're such a role model um, to um, young women, especially young black women. And in that moment when he said young black women, Gina felt, for whatever reason, to insert herself in the compliment that Yara was getting in the conversation that was directed towards Yara and said all women she's an inspiration to all women now why did she need to feel did she feel the need to say that I'm not too sure I I don't know why but you could tell from the interview that that bothered her for some reason to say and she was that Yara was an inspiration to young black women which she is because she is a young phenotypically black woman she presents herself and carries herself as a young black woman and identifies as a young black woman that that is correct to her demographic giving her credit to her demographically demographic she represents and the people that she's giving representation for on tv that's an accurate assessment and an accurate compliment and accolade so why would yara not why would you um gina decide to take away from that not too sure is that an hint of anti-blackness possibly don't know Uh, And it's very funny to me because in another interview she was talking about how it, you know, Latin representation and representation in movies and such and that thing. So if if you're talking about representation for your group, why would that then trigger you to, you know, why would that then trigger you to taking away representation from another person when that group was being represented in that moment and the interviewer actually I, I very much am very glad that he you know did this he steered the conversation back and he said no young black woman and he basically was like I said what I said to her and the interview went on from there um, it's just I've seen clips on the internet internet and on Twitter and other things and you you all have maybe maybe not seen it um, I'll you know find that link and send it and send it off and it'll be there So, you guys can find this and look it up. It's not hard to find. It's more than so many views on YouTube, at least an alien, I'm sure. Um, And that was just the reason that Gina Rodriguez from before. Now, again, this was several years ago. This was the reason why, from before I stopped watching Gina the Version. And I knew that she had these um, anti-black tendencies. Now, does Gina hate black people? I don't think so. Does she have anti-black tendencies? I believe so, yes. And that's where we have to, you know, really stop with this whole, um, this is the other thing I want to talk about. This whole Afro-Latina thing that we've, we've Afro-Latina-Latino thing, Latinx thing that we've been going on about recently, okay? Y'all love to be claiming everyone's black. Y'all love to be saying everyone's a nigger. okay? Everybody ain't a nigger. okay? I'm, I'm sorry, they're not. Everybody's not a nigger. in fact. Everybody wanna be a nigger until it's time to be a nigger. They're not all black they're just not now why is it okay for Evelyn Lozada and Cardi B to say they're Afro-Latina and certain people on Twitter and a lot of a a good following on people of social media will be like yeah they're Afro-Latina yeah this and that and And they're all from Puerto Rico and then Gina Rodriguez who's also Puerto Rican can say she's Afro-Latina but then oh no, no no Gina can't say that so why can Cardi and Evelyn say nigga, but then Gina can't say nigga. So y'all have to address the hypocrisy there. Something, something's in the water, okay? Something isn't making sense. It's not, what's not clicking, because it's not clicking here, okay? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense, all right? It's not making sense. And y'all need to make it make sense, because it's not. It's, it's not computing in my brain, and I, I need someone to to make it make sense, because it doesn't, okay? It just, it's, it's crap. Y'all are full of it, Okay? Y'all want to be selective about who's Afro-Latina, who's not, who's black, who's this, who's that, and that. Stop it. Stop it. If they don't they, they don't really even identify as black. Like, come on now. Come on. Get it together, y'all. Come on. Stop. Please. That joke. He's not a nigga. Like, y'all need to understand the difference. I and mean, I really, really want y'all to get this part. You all really need to understand the difference between race, between ethnicity, and between nationality. Now, I'm going to give an example of that, and you can come back at me if you want to. Don't care. Race: black, white, Asian, span, Latino. Okay, cool. And other. You know, whatever that other category takes. Race. That is what your race looks like. What. That's your race, the group that you fall under, okay? So, for instance, I can be my race, black, and black. Your nationality, I'm American. I was born here in America. My ethnicity, however, I'm Jamaican. My family is Jamaican. That's my culture. That's where I come from. That's the island I used to live on for four or five years, okay? that's That's ethnicity. For instance, let's go and say... Look at Jamaica. For instance, when I was living in Jamaica, there was this, you know, Chinese people that lived there. Their race? Asian. Their nationality? If they were born in China, and if they're citizens of China, or of an Asian country, that would be the country of their their nationality. If they're citizens of Jamaica, and were born there, they would be Jamaican. But, and then their ethnicity as well, if they grew up in Jamaica, would be Jamaican. If their ethnicity is of the culture that their race is corresponding to, then that would be their culture. So there's the dichotomy and the difference there between these things that you guys have to realize. It's it's not that simple. It, it is actually kind of is simple, but it is also a little complex. You have to you know make that delineation and that the, these categorizations and there's blurred lines between them. I understand it is a little confusing when you're having these discussions. I get it. Um, but there are delineations and there are things that we do need to make clear. Okay. Secondly, I I don't understand. So let's, on, on the topic of race. So let's get off of that for now because... I'm not, I'm not going to do this with y'all all day. I'm really not. It's going, to, it's going to kill me if I stay on it for too long. Moving on to sexuality. So, the other day, Tank, rapper, singer, whatever. he I'm not. He's not a rapper. I don't believe he's a rapper. I'm sorry. I don't really know. I haven't really listened to Tank like that. I believe he's a singer, more than likely. Actually, he sounds like a singing nigga, okay? Really, he's a singer. So, anyway, we're on to Tank. Um... Tank, you know, was on an interview, I believe, with a few other women. I, I'm not sure if it was Angela Lee or Angela Rye. I'm not too sure. Anyway, he was on an interview. And basically, what popped up off, popped off on social media was that, you know, Tank had said, if a nigga sucks dick twice, whatever, he's not gay. If a nigga sucks dick, he's not gay. Okay? That's what was said. Alright? Now, I'm going to give my opinion on that. My opinion doesn't have to be factual to y'all. It doesn't have to be... You don't have to agree with it. I don't expect everyone to agree with it. I'm actually fine if you disagree with it. We can have a debate about it and go from there, okay? Alright, that was just a disclaimer for all y'all who decide, who think, you know, I'm... Whatever. Anyway. I really want y'all to understand the difference between a sexual act... And a sexual attraction, action and attraction. Okay, they rhyme, but they are not the same. Okay, all right. So, let's break this down. For instance, you can be a heterosexual man who identifies as heterosexual, okay, and has gotten head from another man. Now, do I believe that you don't have some proclivities and curiosities? Yes, you might, and that's okay because sexuality is not nearly black and white. It, it's really not, and you've, you guys are seeing that more and more and more each year, every decade, every every. You, you've seen it. You just want to suppress it. Okay, it's it's not black and white. Now, for those who want to argue that point, if for those who want to argue the point, oh, oh, he's automatically gay. Okay, sure. Let's let's go there. So, if a gay man why do y'all love to say how do you know you're gay if you haven't tried pussy"? now what if they are gay okay and they've slept with women they've slept with women that's the first thing they slept with they slept with women all throughout high school and they realized they didn't like it and then they slept with men. Now, because they slept with women, does that make them bisexual or straight? Do they are they all all of a sudden straight because they slept with a woman and that would be a sexual act, correct? Right, and because now let's let's take that same logic. Let's apply it here. You said you guys are saying that if you a dude you know gets head by another guy, that automatically makes him gay. So if a guy who is you know identifies as gay or is not too sure yet sleeps with a woman. That makes him straight, correct? Because that's a sexual—that's a head of a sexual act, right? Right. Okay. Is that correct, or would y'all automatically say he's gay because he ends up sleeping with men later on, or has never, but has the attraction to men? So, for instance, let's let's get into this. So, you can have DL men who all their lives, all their lives, slept with women, have a family, everything, okay, but they're sexually attracted to men. Now, they have sexual activities with women because that's what's socially acceptable, that's what's socially expected of them. They have sexual activities, actions with women, but they are sexually attracted to other men. Now, are they gay? Because they didn't, now, are they gay only if they act on those attractions? Or they just consider heterosexual with a curiosity towards sexual act, sexual activity and sexual attraction to men. So there's a dichotomy there. There's a conversation that has to be had there. Okay, it, it, it is, it's not nearly as black and white. Now, for all of you who are saying that they're that um, a guy is either straight or gay, y'all are completely erasing bisexual men, and it's ridiculous to me. Y'all love love it if a woman was bisexual. And y'all love it if a woman is bisexual only because, only because it serves your patriarchal and it serves your head, it serves your mind and your fantasy of having two women in bed with you. That's the only reason for a lot of y'all that it's okay if a woman is bisexual. Oh, a girl bi, oh, she a freak. Oh, all right, cool. We can have a threesome. It's cool then, right? It's cool. A girl can go and sit here and eat some, you know, eat some cooch. Okay. Can suck on some, you know, some titties. Okay. And somehow still retain her heterosexuality. Which is, right. It's okay. She experimented, realized it wasn't for her. And went with what is for her, which is men. And that's okay by y'all. That's cool. That's kosher that's Gucci it's all good in the hook okay so why is it when a guy is doing that same thing sleeping with girls and he tries and sleeps with the guy all of a sudden he's automatically gay he tried it decided he didn't like it and that was it now it's possible he might be bisexual and in the same sense with those girls, it's possible they might be bisexual. Or they just didn't like it at all. And they've realized that. They were just curious. Because human curiosity is a human trait. We're curious about things. We're like, hmm, I want to try that because we want to know what that is like. That's why people, a lot of people try... Alcohol for the first time. They try drugs for the first time. They try Coke. They try this. They try ecstasy. They try this and that and the third and all of these other things they really don't know much about. But they try it anyway because there's a risk involved and there's danger involved and it's something new and it's interesting to them. And they're trying it because they want to know what it's like. That's a human experience. That's a human thing to want to know what something is like. It's a curiosity. It's something that has sparked. Discoveries of science and math and the universe, curiosity, all of it is based off of the curiosity of wanting to know how something happened or how that worked or how that works or anything in that mean or, in, or how, how any of it works. That's curiosity, the forefront of all discoveries in the world is a curiosity, an inkling to want to know more. That's a human trait. You can't erase it. Now, some humans... Some people are more curious than others. Some people wake up, they automatically, they just know, I don't like this, and I do like this. Some people are more decisive than others. Not every human is going to be the same way that you are. And I need y'all to understand that and stop trying to apply your thinking and apply your brain to everyone else. Be a little more open-minded about How people experience other people and their experiences. Because you're not going to encounter the same type of mindset and the same type of person every single where you go. Unless you stay within the same five mile radius of the city limits that you live in. Then of course you're going to remain the same and and interact with the same people and know exactly how each one of these people think. But how are you going to grow as a person? How are you going to develop your mind? Or develop... Your attitude or anything like that outside of what you already know. So I think it's very, very limiting to think that way. Now I'm not saying. Now if you get you know, Tank said you know if you get you get stuck by a nigga twice. Cool, whatever, do you? My question to y'all is: Why does it matter so much to you what someone else is doing? Now I get it in the fact that you know they're not upfront. With what you're, we, you know, they, what they, that they've done in the past. I get that. But are y'all really sitting there asking people to get tested? Because really, that's all that really matters. That you and that person are both, you know, not carrying any diseases or any sexual treatment diseases or infections. And that you both have had that conversation. But nine times out of ten, that conversation never comes up. When y'all hooking up with people. You see a a pretty face. You see a pretty nigga. You see a pretty girl. And y'all get, you know, to know each other a little bit. Maybe. Maybe you learn their last name and then you end up sleeping with them. And then here comes everything else afterwards. So, a lot of those questions, a lot of the things you have in here is more so about being judgmental and being nosy. Not necessarily about trying to protect yourself. And there's a stigma that Bisexual men, that's the other thing. There's a stigma that bisexual men are the ones who are out here playing both sides of the fence, playing everybody. No, I've met several bisexual men and women who are very upfront about who they are. Very upfront about who they are. So I don't see why there's this big issue about it. The only big issue is because you don't think that you have The ability to control what someone else should or should not be able to do. It really just comes down to your egos. If they are not paying your bills. If they are not the father of your child. Or the mother of your child. Or your direct family. You should not be telling them what to do. You should not really have an opinion on at all of what they do in the bedroom. That is not your business. And even if they are your family members, you shouldn't try to be telling them what to do. Because each person has their own life, their own decisions, their own path that they have to explore and understand what it is that they're going to make out of their life. You do not have the right. You are not God. You are not that person. You're, you're just not. You do not be judged lest not ye be judged. Isn't that from the Bible? I believe so. I believe so. So stop it. Stop trying to tell people how to live their lives. It's, it's just not realistic. Because while you're sitting here pointing fingers at somebody, how many fingers are pointing back at you? You want to sit here and judge people all day, every day. and And yet... Yeah. Are your kids being fed? Do you know what their grades are in school? Have you been to a PTE conference in the last year? All of these things. All of these things. Do your children respect you or do they fear you? All of these things. All of these things matter. So I really want y'all to understand. Like, and it's okay. It's okay if you don't agree with it. You don't have to. I'm not telling you you need to. I'm just telling you, in your daily lives, it really shouldn't bother you this much. If there's a TV show on screen and your children are watching it and they see two people kissing, who is a girl and a girl, and that bothers you, and they're your children and you don't want them to be raised that way, I'm going to be honest with you. They're going to see it somewhere else in the world when they go out and they're going to have questions about it. Now, how do you want to react to that? Do you want to automatically shut down and say it's wrong? because you yourself don't agree with it that's okay because that's you know I mean to me it's really not okay but in that situation because they are your children I'm not going to tell you how to raise them okay sure it's not for them to know about that right now okay and now is it not okay for them to know about that right now because you yourself don't know about it or just because you are automatically against it now if you yourself don't know about it That's okay. You can learn the knowledge and you can learn with that. But if you're automatically just against it because of your religious beliefs, okay, sure, whatever. But that does not mean you need to teach your children to be hateful to others who are living their life that way. That is not the same thing. You can teach them that it's not how they should be living. But at the same time, you should teach them that's not how they're living. That's not how they should live. But at the same time, you do not need to teach them to be hateful. Towards other people who are living their lives that way. It's not right. Because you would want people to treat you the way you would want to be treated. That's also in the Bible. Okay? Now, you can continue to raise your kids however you want to raise them. But I really would like y'all to just think about how much more peaceful the world would be if we all just minded our business. Think about it if you worry about you and yours and not what the next person was doing and got on your jlb made sure your kids was good they didn't get into trouble for real for real why you really need to be worried what the next person is doing that's their business and when they mess up that's their business that is not your business minding your business mind the business that pays you mind the business that's going to invest back into your life Okay? Minding your business is free, first of all. You will be in so much less drama if you will, but just mind your business. Everything ain't for everybody. Okay? Do y'all hear me on that? All right? Like, and I I get it. It's interesting. You don't agree with it. You want to argue about it. You want them to live the way that you're living your life. And I, I get it. Because you're all, you're, you think you're right. I understand, but because you're right, doesn't mean they're wrong because it's two different points of view. And these are opinions. And these are, these are feelings. And these are, these are not, these, this, these are human experiences. People experience things differently again. So like I said, just because you believe something should be one way does not believe, it. It does not mean you be, everyone believes it should be that way as well. And that also goes for a lot of the people on the LGBT side. Y'all are too quick. Y'all are too quick to automatically think everyone's going to be thinking the same way y'all do. I, I promise you they don't. I promise you they don't. You have to be a little bit patient. You have to be a little bit more kind about how you're approaching people with these type of topics. Now, I'm not saying if someone knocks you over the head, you just be like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Ha ha ha. No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. But... You have to have the room for these conversations. You cannot get anywhere automatically by shutting down a conversation just because you don't like what the other person is saying. You're not going to get anywhere. That's why Democrats and Republicans can't get along. But that's another day. You're not going to get anywhere if you're automatically shutting down a conversation just because you don't like what the other person is saying. You're not going to grow. Nothing is going to be accomplished other than you both being in echo chambers with each other and with other people who think just like you. You're not going to get anywhere. Nothing's going to be accomplished. No ideals are going to be met. No type of middle ground will be met. And I'm not saying you always have to reach a middle ground. Just that that other person gets that information that you believe they want, that they want to understand. And I'm not saying argue people who automatically don't want to understand. Because that's a waste of your time. But if someone's truly trying to figure out what's going on and, and, and really wants to know. Talk to them. Talk to them. Because maybe... Who knows? They might be more agreeable than you think. Okay? That's the thing, guys. That's everything I wanted to say. I thank you guys for your time. Follow me on Instagram, IslandVibe5. Follow me on Twitter, IslandVibe05. We'll see you guys next week. Or not actually next week, Within a few days. Um, My next time this morning, they're going to be on life advice. Okay? That's going to be on just things I believe people want to know. And a little snippet from that. Stop. Mistaking shared pain for compatibility. Your trauma does not necessarily have to match that other person's trauma. You cannot grow with someone else who's already in pain. You won't be able to help them. Sometimes people have to help themselves. You have to give them the tools to help themselves. Okay? Sometimes... You got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. That's just the fact. You're, you're not going to be able to help everybody. You're not going to be able to save everybody. And you can lose yourself trying to do that your whole life. Okay. Stop mistaking shared pain for compatibility. This is my segment on race and sexuality. We went a little ways in terms of ideologies and ideas and philosophies. But that's okay. We'll get more into this more stuff next time. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one. Goodbye.